to have a world where everything works out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone. We are able to do that. I'm Rudy Dogum, and this is Wholesome Crypto. Here, I speak with crypto experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs to find out what personally led them to the path of cryptocurrency. Today's guest is Mike Mongo, educator, artist, scientist, and entrepreneur. He's co-founded Obey and is the author of the Astronaut Instruction Manual. Now he's working on NFT projects such as Muttnix that honors our Earth-famous space dogs. Welcome, Mike Mongo, to the Wholesome Crypto Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and that's what I want from you, that high energy. <laughs> if, you, if you think that's high energy, uh, hang on, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. So... We all know you from your work as an astronaut teacher, helping kids out, get into the space, and traveling the world, just educating. Most important thing in the world you can do, share education. So thank you for that. Thank and, you, RC. And now we know that you're getting into the crypto space with your NFT project. Getting. Did you, okay, <laughs> all right. Getting. Well, maybe you're always in it, but we're going to yeah, figure yeah. that out Keep, on the show. Continue on. Continue on. <laughs> So before we get into crypto and, and into what you're doing now, I want to know what was Mike Mongo doing before? What, what Before you even found out about crypto, before you started getting into your, uh, to start teaching around the world, what were you doing? Uh, my background is like, I co-founded Obey with Shepard Ferry. Um, the clothing a brand? artist. Pardon me? The clothing brand? Well, it's, it's an art movement, but mm. yeah, it's, it's expressed as a clothing brand too. Obey the brand, yeah. Gotcha. So uh, in 92, Shepard and I started working together. And, uh, well, yeah. And so then, uh, we really, 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 when I went to Berkeley, he went to San Diego, he, Al Alfred Hawkins and blaze Bruin, rest in peace blaze. And, uh, we, he went with in San Diego, I was at, in the Bay area. And, uh, then we just like from there kind of just blossomed mm -hmm. and obey turned into what it is. We got to, yeah. So then, uh, uh, I got to work with OFA Obama for America during that campaign period. And then, uh, I, at that point, by that point, I, I had always been in computers and I was working in marine science research. Uh, this is around 2007, 2006, 2000. So right at that, this all happened at the same time. So then I started to, uh, I, I started, I was thinking about what I wanted to do next and I had the opportunity to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. That's sort of been my MO and, I began, uh, I wrote the astronaut instruction manual then, and I began teaching in schools and schools and, and students, there's always situations and settings where someone who is advocating for in, with an informed position on nearly any subject matter, any, any subject matter that you have a passion for, you, you can pretty much talk with students. It could be computers, could be crypto, could be blockchain, could be, mm -hmm. could be, uh, on, uh, at, at one point, I was teaching students how to use Google. Like, I, I it was amazing. Wow. Like, this is how fa how far we've come. That like communicating with students who weren't even working on computers, by the way, Rudy. So, like, this is a like I, I mean, this is the whole thing is has just been one giant movement. Wow. And uh, I guess if if you uh, want to start somewhere, it was when I was a kid and I loved science fiction and art simultaneously it led to everything that i just explained exactly it, it's it's been an amazing adventure a wild adventure and uh i was 42 when i when i realized that i it was 2006 and i realized that i was 41 42 
and I wasn't an astronaut. And in 2006, if you wake up and you're 41 and you're not an astronaut, chances are you're not going to get to be an astronaut. The world has changed now. It's, it's mm -hmm. 15 years later. But, but at that time, I said, okay, so if I can't be an astronaut and I have the other half of my life to live, like argue, like to, in my 80s yeah. with, with the universe is friendly and kind to me in that regard, then what will I do since the only thing I haven't done that I ever wanted to do left on my list is astronaut. And that's why I wrote the astronaut instruction manual because I would be able to give students permission to imagine themselves living, working and playing in space. And that would absolve me of the disappointment of not getting to go to space myself. Like I said, it's now the future. It's 15 years later and everything has changed. Yeah. My friend, Dr. Cyan Proctor, whose launch team, I was on the uh, on her personal launch team for Inspiration4 mission in September. She's in her 50s and she just went to space. I got to do my very first zero G training that month as part of the launch. How team. was that? The second to only only thing better that I've ever done on the planet is to love and be loved by by another person. Second to that, it is the absolute best thing <laughs> that I've ever done in my life. That's so intense. It's so awesome. I always wanted to try that out. You, you, you will get you will have the opportunity. You think it's going to be like one of those um, it, it's, tourist it's, attractions? It's, well, I, I know your trajectory. It's well within accessibility and uh, you're going you're going to get to do it. And it is incredible. Wow. And what was the next step for you now that well, at that point, what was the next step after doing that? So then, and, uh, so in, in, uh, I've always worked in, in computers and technology. I was, I, I bought do, uh, domains early on and I did, I've done very well with those. Mm -hmm. And I was there when, when, uh, Bitcoin unfolded and I made my own decisions at that time. I've been involved with the, like my, I was, I was, a. Uh, part of crypto titties which mm -hmm. showed up on the blockchain on january 4th 2018 nine days after ether rocks and that's the first socially that's the first nft project for social good built in and uh it it uh the the legitimate creator of it is uh, ami gendron and ami his mom had breast cancer and so he wanted it like with a with a nod to crypto kitties um, crypto titties yes and then uh and then 10% of all, all sales go to raise money for support of, of people with breast cancer, for, for awareness. That's for, awesome. Uh, we work closely with an organization called thebreasties.org who, mm -hmm. who do phenomenal work. And we just last month gave, uh, I think, um, 33 ETH to the organization. The, wow. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the crypto titties do terrific on uh, just the sales have just been great. So that was... That was my my beginning. We started a project called Collectiverse, which you'll probably we'll probably all see here in the future. Ami and I started that, and we just it was on the back burner. He wanted he wanted me to work harder on it, but uh, he was the one that introduced me to blockchain more than anyone. And sp very specifically, no, he really introduced me to NFTs. Gotcha. That's really what what it was. And that was and and because of that, I got in what people would call early. Mm -hmm. And I got to be one of the, one of the, I got, I just have that credibility and, and uh, Rudy, th that kind of credibility can only be built over time. Exactly. People see that and appreciate what you've done. So that's definitely yeah, valid. But when you, when you first heard about Bitcoin, was that enough? So for Bitcoin you? wasn't the big, the big switcher for me. The uh. NFTs was the big switcher. The thing that really got me rolling for, with W3, with Web3 is, is NFTs. That's the thing. Like. Crypto is is 
like we think of it as just one way mm -hmm. and bitcoin is not the thing that ethereum is and and ethereum is not the thing that polygon is and this this evolution of of cryptocurrency that has become Web3 is the interesting thing. And NFTs are like, I've been waiting, as an artist, I've been waiting for NFTs my whole life. Mm -hmm. It's like, as a scientist, I was waiting for Google my entire life. <laughs> no kidding. And I, being 57, it, it, these, are, these are the things that matter. Like I, I, I made it, like, yeah, I'm here. And we're it. doing this thing and, and it's multi-generation and multicultural and, and there's a place for everyone. And, and we get to use scarcity as a game as opposed to a quality of life that is just unaccept untenable scarcity like i don't have a, a, a crypto punk or i do have a, a board ape is a great game but scarcity when it's in the kitchen or in the in my in my or if i don't even have a kitchen or if i don't have a car if i don't have a job or if i don't have medical that's not a that's not nothing is good about that and yeah. web three is the evolution of commerce in a way that enables liquidity and abundance for all of us and yes it's a it's a it's not a simple process excuse me it's not a immediate process it's there is messiness yes we get to learn the hard way all the way through to get to the place we want to get to mm -hmm. yeah but uh, these are all the things that, that these are this is what's happening right now here in 2022 and that's yeah exactly and like as you said it, scarcity plays a huge part especially i mean in, in like cryptocurrency in general because so many coins have a limit to their max supply um, but scarcity plays a huge role in NFTs. And I guess when you're first hearing about NFTs, were you already thinking of how you can uh, contribute contribute in a way where, you know, right. helping so public goods? When they were first introduced to me, they were called crypto collectibles. That's what we used to call them. And okay. then they became NFTs. And then uh, that was in 2020, that, 2021 that I really started to 2020 that I started to really notice NFTs. Like I just started to hear it, it like the people that I work around and, and uh, that I listen to or, or, or uh, that I'm interested in and uh, how they are having their life experience mm -hmm. uh, that 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 the, the three letters in F and T were showing up a lot. So then in the beginning of 2021, like so many of us, I, I just started moving in that direction and nice. uh, towards it like a, it was, a, it was a, a shiny light. It wasn't a shiny object. It was a bright light. And uh, we we all we all started headed headed to it, uh, minting on the blockchain and having a uh, NFT project. It, if it's one on one, if it's PFP, yeah. if it's a gender project in 2021, being part of that, the immutable 2021, is one of the most important accomplishments of my life. Wow! And then, um, being a co-creator of Cosmic Paws and the Mutnix project. I love that project with Kyle and Geo and mm -hmm. and uh, that going through that with them and being being going through it while our friends are going through the experience with their their projects yeah. and then all of us sharing in that experience together. Wow, it was that was an evolutionary moment. I am we're going to talk about 2021 for the rest <laughs> of our lives. That is it was a the huge year, year. Hip hop was born. That's 1983 in hip hop. <laughs> so but but you're still working in like, astronautics and still teaching for that correct every day and every day. now how i guess how do you feel like now you have kind of i mean you kind of incorporate in it nfts to anything you want but you know at some point it's kind of hard to mash the two together in your life in the same lifestyle so do you plan on incorporating nfts into your teachings or do you kind of want to keep it separate or are you 
seeing a future with creating the new space NFTs? Like how? I, th- I think you're teasing me. <laughs> Why is that? I think you're teasing me. Like how would you? How are you? Like you're you, the way you just said that about this, like keeping NFTs and Web three separate from space and space education. Like how? And, and and because first of all, those things define me. Yeah. By choice, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is that. As I pointed out, Web3 is the evolution of commerce. Mm-hmm. The reason the evolution of commerce has showed up right now, Rudy, is because humankind has evolved. We have evolved. Yeah. Like, yeah, we live alongside Homo sapien right now. I'm, I'm not even, I'm not being metaphoric. We're, we live alongside Homo sapien in the exact same way that, that Homo sapien once 40 to 70,000 years ago lived alongside Neanderthal. Today, we, Web3, live alongside Homo sapien. That is all the challenges that is going on in the world. Because evolution is messy. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of trial and error too. It's not a straightforward or the. So, so when I talk about what, like space and and tomorrow's jobs in space mm-hmm. and and grant students the permission to imagine themselves living, working, and playing in space, here's a funny thing. Look here, look, this right here. These are coins. You know how heavy this little container of coins is. You, does anyone imagine? Yeah, this little pill bottle of cold <laughs> coins. Does anybody imagine that we're carrying coins to space? And how much? It, like the heart, it costs so much to ship. It's ten thousand a pound to ship stuff to space on the inexpensive side. So you know how much it costs to ship Ethereum to space? No, tell me. Nothing. <laughs> it costs almost. It costs a number equal to nothing. Mass-wise, the mass of Ethereum mm-hmm. is nothing. We, and so we, we are developing a, a culture in space. And, and of course, there is a space economy. And there will be, we, we, we are migrating to space. And there, and there will be, and, there, and that, it doesn't mean that we're going to other planets or, or to other moons or, or even the asteroid belt to live. But I know this, we're going off planet. 90% of the energy that we get from the sun that hits the earth is diffused by the atmosphere. 90%. So where's the best place to put solar collectors? In the place where we're getting 10% of the yeah. energy or in the place where we get 90%? Right above, yeah, 90%. That's what we're trying to hone in on. And, and so when we, we, we're definitely doing that, we're mm-hmm. going to be doing that. And when we're shipping that energy that we're collecting from that vast amount of solar energy that's pelting the planet continuously on a day-in, day-out basis, back to the planet with microwaves, where we are going to be doing we're going to be living up there and we're going to be making exchanges and we're not carrying photographs hard copy photographs we're not carrying paintings we're carrying digital artifacts we're carrying digital icons we're carrying digital currency we're care everything is going it gets to be digital and all of that works with web3 so web3 and space are not distinct things they are the same thing and you oh, almost wow. need it. You're right, because otherwise, almost <laughs> you definitely nice. Thank you, you definitely need it, just because. I'm, yeah, I'm like glad you said, you're enrolled. <laughs> I'll sign me up. Where's the next lesson? When <laughs> you're, 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 we already talked about you doing the zero G training. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be that's awesome. I mean, I wish I could do that. I mean, hopefully we could do that soon. Hopefully, um, there'll be someone doing that nearby here, but. We'll see. So when when you reach out to me about being on this podcast, you're like you let me know that this is the wholesome, wholesome, wholesome crypto, <laughs> right? Whole, and that and that also like you you bless me with the with the uh, designation as be, as being wholesome that I am wholesome <laughs> and, and I like. <laughs> 
I, <laughs> you seem wow. like a wholesome guy you don't to need me. That, but... that made me feel good. <laughs> I'm glad. It shows that, about making everyone thing, feel good. One of, the, one of the kindest things I've ever heard. Thank you. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful to be here on Wholesome Crypto Podcast. This was a terrific idea. I'm super grateful to have you on because, yeah, like, my thing that I thought about you is I think something I always preach about what we need to do is education. And you seem like, well, you are <laughs> teaching everyone you what you know as much as you can and to share them, share with them what you envision is the future. And kind of like what, what one thing you kept saying was you give the gift of being, of um, having the, the, the dream of being able to go to space. Like that's what you're giving. I, I, give, I give students permission to imagine themselves living, working and playing and playing in space, not just living and working playing and students when when we're kids we we don't think about being grown-ups and not playing wisely we don't think that we only think that when we're grown-ups and we're like oh i'm not playing i'm a grown-up wow that's what you're taught it's terrible what's well what's the 10 year old who lives inside us think about that and what's the eight year old who lives inside us like look like those like the versions of ourselves but like the big things was like which toys am i getting this year Mm -hmm. how sweet is that and that's a good approach to life and whenever i have any questions about what should I be doing next? I check in with that version of myself because that person never lies. The it's eight true. and ten year old version of myself. They can't lie. They, they won't. They're not going to. They're going to tell me the, the facts. And if they are, you can quickly tell. <laughs> they just can't. No. Lie. If if the only one who's who's doing any fooling is is me, mm-hmm. it's like the grown up version. Not and and I've I've been well trained by the eight and ten year old version. Not to not to mess around in that regard. Do what you love with who you love and help others. All three are to strike. Do what you love with who you love and help others. So that's what I, as a grown up, I bring to me as an eight and 10 year old. And, and that's, and that's what that's, I think that's what you're, you're referencing in, in mm-hmm. terms of what we, what we call wholesome. That's, that's what possible. And we all, we all have challenges. We, we really do. In my worldview, in my experience, web three solves for a lot of those challenges. So anytime I don't just talk with students. I also talk with grownups about how to talk with students. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, we as grownups forget how to do that. I don't really believe that. I think we just got, we get, we, we get so caught up in our own importance. Or our, 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 like our responsibilities, those things that we decide on, that we, we uh, don't talk with that version of ourselves anymore. I need to grow up. Yeah. I need to be mature. I have responsibilities. And inside that, like the, 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 eight, the eight-year-old self is like, no. Don't don't leave me here. Don't be that person. You were the person I made fun of when I was <laughs> when, when I was eight. How we thought of grown-ups were like too serious and not fun. But we always knew the ones who, who got it right. And that's you what I tell. get to model not only to students, but also to grown-ups to remind how to communicate with, with people who are students. And these tools that are web three that we're putting in students' hands today. That get that that create the world we want to live in. Mm-hmm. No, they create the world we want to live in. Ruth. They do. They create, yeah, the next gen. Yeah. So, but like, I, for me, it's like you're, you're traveling all over the world, like Mexico, England, Bahamas, Jamaica. I've seen your profile, and I feel like that's the one thing that's always or very similar is the, is the kids in all those countries. The adults act kind of differently, but the kids all have that same attitude. But I mean, tell me, what was your experience like? You know, kids in different countries and like what they've, how they've grown up. Obviously, not everyone gets the same privilege and um, you know activity to be able to do oh, it again. But you're gonna make me, you're gonna make me cry. What? I'm already, I'm right there, man. Because it's not the same everywhere. And uh, there are there are people who are children in 
in Haiti that uh, you just you, you with, as a grown up, we look and we see children that that don't have any spark in their eye, and uh, and it it seems impossible. And it and uh, for for a person like myself it means that I get to change everything when I see it when I see that, and it's and that to me is the the big challenge is that we are able to have a world where everything works out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone. We are able to do that. And how we do that is we start by by acknowledging that a lot of us have the idea that that is impossible, that it's impossible to have a world that where everything works out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone. And that since we are evolved beings, that we can shelf that idea that it's impossible. Mm-hmm. and entertain another idea simultaneously because we have that capacity to hold two ideas in our head at the same time. And that idea that we are working to create a world where everything works out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone. And when when we start to do that, what would it look like? And that's the question that I ask peer grownups. And that, that moving people away from the idea of what is impossible, not arguing it, Mm-hmm. I'm not arguing that it's not impossible. I all I all I explain is that we are evolved beings and we can hold two ideas in our head at the same time. So we take the idea of what is impossible that we can't have everything work out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone. Put it on a shelf, we shelf it mentally, and then we entertain another idea. What does everything what would everything working out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone look like, Rudy? And when we, when, we, when we begin working as a group, as a group together, thinking on that, I, I know for sure it is this. One, the role of billionaire ceases to be in the way that we have it right now. Not the individuals who are billionaires. That's the difference. I'm not mad at people who are billionaires. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the role where people are, are, are encouraged to, to hoard resources and assets that engender scarcity for the the greater population that that those role that that doesn't work so the first thing is we undo that we figure out a different way forward because the role of a billionaire what we can what we if we re-engineered it it would be somebody who's who's responsible for distributing wealth and assets that is what that's that's a reimagining of the role of billionaire someone who's responsible for distributing resources and making sure they're available to everyone Mm-hmm. See how quick and simple it was for us to get from the one place where it was impossible to a place of possibility. It took us maybe two minutes at best. You and me just did that. Just discussing and thinking about it. And, and that's what we're capable of. And so when we, when any of us as grownups see that there are children who are, who are in, in this state of being where they don't have any hope, any hope, a child, that turns me into a superhero. That's the thing that does it. Like there's no movie superheroes, none on mm-hmm. this planet. There's no Iron Man, there's no Black Panther, there's no Wonder Woman, there's no Hulk, there's none of those characters. There's us. We get to be the superheroes. You, me, and we get to decide on what that means. Now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you too. I love what you're doing. It's I receive. Such, it's such a, it's so, it's just needed. I mean, I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to make changes traveling, but every time I do see something like, locally or nearby or even like friends or families my favorite thing is always like oh, i can't wait to teach them about the future and get excited about the future and like i love bringing hope because that's you know i, I had hope as a kid you know i was lucky enough to have it and i always want to share it. and like, as you were saying before like thinking about myself as a five-year-old or eight-year-old ten-year-old what would future rudy do what would future rudy want from present rudy i always talk to myself in like different tenses just to say don't forget about this moment and what you're working for 
Don't forget about how you can reflect today for the future because, yeah, no one wants to live life in regret. You never want to think like, you know, I wish I did something different. But that's... I want to share something with you. Please. You have, have gotten to this level of conversation. So memories are not static. They're dynamic. And so that, that version of yourself, the 8 and 10-year-old, whichever one matters to you, we all have different ones that are really poignant and important to us. And and that, and there can be many of them. We get to go back and, and we get... And if, if one of them feels dejected or or uh what was the word that you used when we uh disappointed what was that word you said um um regret mm-hmm. when if somebody if some version of ourselves feels regret we can go and visit them and change that experience for them not metaphorically liter liter like lit like yeah like yeah in a, think of it as a as memories as being a metaverse that we can we get to visit and when we change the experience for that version of ourselves who's feeling regret mm-hmm. so, so uh when i uh, do you ever you ever go to buy something like a uh, nft and you miss it and then it turns and it blows up and you you're like oh <laughs> gosh i've that, seen it yeah yeah okay so being there with that person that in, in whatever however that shows up it can be for ourselves at five at 10 at 15 at 25 at, at like the the path not taken whatever the thing is we get to communicate with ourselves there the, this version of ourselves mm-hmm. And go and, and 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 walk them through it. Explain how it works out to our benefit. Now we get to we get to have a conversation with them. We get to we get to make space for them. I've found versions of myself that were really being punished, and I just and as a superhero, I drop in, and the very first thing I do is make space. I just move everybody away from that version of myself. I mean, I move them like this, like Professor X. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm letting you know very specifically what I do. You ever had a version of yourself that is really in need of some support and assistance? Like I did, I went through some very, excuse me, some real experiences. Mm -hmm. And, and that version of myself needed support at that moment. Well, am I going to live with that memory replaying it over, over my head as a, as a YouTube video? Or is I, or I'm going to drop in like a character in Fortnite and make space. I can tell you that it's the latter. Yeah, and I do. And now, like, and now here's the most interesting part: is that all those versions of myself that are in alignment now. Whenever I find a new place where in 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 my own history and future that I need support, all of us are there. All versions of myself that I got in alignment. Everybody who I work help work through whatever challenge or regret or or uh, attack or yeah. or failure that they went through. That I work that I I worked with them to get right with, they show up in the next one to support that version of myself. I so when that. I drop into a room, I'm multiple man. <laughs> I love I'm how you describe that. It's just because it, it's similar to how I also you know work on myself and better myself. Is if I'm going through a tough experience, I'm always thinking, all right, what do I learn from this experience? How is it affecting me emotionally? How is it affecting people around me? What's the vibe I'm giving out because I'm having a tough time? And what, what do I do with my character, who I am? And you're saying it as different versions of yourself and similar to how I handle it as um, different teachings to myself. So I'm just experiencing something new, learning from it and holding it in. Like, like I'm not holding it in as in terms of not expressing it, but you know, I'm not forgetting the, the moment or the, the whatever I was going through. I was always like thinking, okay, this is what I'm going through. Look you at think it. I'm letting, if you think I'm letting you off the hook without elaborating. I want you to. (laughs) Well, I'm looking at myself as a third person a lot, a third person point of view. So something easy. Say if uh, you know, I'm pretty. So right now, in the now, you do that. 
Yeah, right now I'm doing in this that. Now. Na- in this now, I'm seeing myself in, over here. Not the now of the past, and not the now of the future. Right here, the, you, you can you can do that. You can third person yourself. I'm always yeah. I'm always third personing myself. Cool. So so tell, so c- c- carry on. <laughs> tell me more. So, so I'm always third person. Tell us more. <laughs> I thought you were my guest. Anyways, uh, I'm always third personing myself because. Did you ever see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. Okay, so do you remember uh, just uh, just Vicoli and Sean Penn? Mm-hmm. And, and and he orders a pizza. And he goes, he goes, Spicoli, you are on thin ice right now. And he goes, well, Mr. Hand, if I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> so you're interviewing me, but it's our time. So, it is our so time. So tell no. us about this third person experience. I love it. It's just like um, watching, being able to see things as if you were looking at me and talking with me. Simple thing is like if you're saying a joke or if... I stumble or you know hurt my toe, something like that. Like something that's typically comical from an outside point of view, like slipping on dog shit or something. It's it's kind of like it sucks, but it's kind of funny if you see someone else do it. It's happened to someone else, but if it happens to me, I'm like that sucks, but I'm not gonna let it ruin my day and like be upset over it. It's just uh, it's kind of funny if I look at it in a different perspective. Those kind of things. So you can make that shift. You can do that. You do that. You can do that automatically. For most cases, yeah. Unless it's something like really intense, but like like really intense. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> but I mean, even like that. So it's kind of funny because even on this podcast right now, I know I'm like, oh no, this is me, and this is how I'm acting in front of the world, and it's kind of funny. Like people listen to me talk, but this is who I am. You know, it's cool. kind of funny. Yeah, so yeah, so like it's 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 neither of us is acting. No, like, we, we're here, and that and that's the that's the difference. That's like we we all know people who act, and uh, and and we put on we put on uh, we have buffers that we enter in the spaces that like to make like to keep our ourselves protected and defended, mm-hmm. and, and then we get to a place where we're like, oh, you know what? I really don't need that so much. Like the, uh, approaching a relationship or a new a new engagement with vulnerability is the way to go. Like it took me forever. I'm 57 to get to a place where I enter into every re- new relationship in trust. Every, every one. And like, it is, it is not, it is not, it's simple. It's just not easy. Yeah, exactly. I, and, and, but, but the reward is the world you and I both want to live in. All of us want to live in. And it, it means that and not everybody is at this place. So I'm modeling it at the same time. And then people are like, how do you, how did you get here? And I was like, okay, so then I, I, I slipped on dog poop a lot, as you put it, like mm-hmm. I did that. And then I, and then I got okay with slipping on dog poop because <laughs> we slip on dog poop. It happens. Yeah. It does happen. There's dogs here. They poop <laughs> and, and it happens. And so, or whatever else, or throw up on myself or, or poop my own pants or any of the things that so many of us have. We've all been through these things. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, like the uh, the uh, if you have a daughter or you don't, but like if you do, then you know that that when when a, a girl gets her menstrual cycle and that first time, it can happen at an inconvenient time. These can be these can lead to moments that we think of as traditionally as embarrassing, or they can be something else. Mm-hmm. And we can take those moments that happen that we were originally embarrassed by, and we can transform them. So we, and we've all had those. Like, um, I, I have a story that I love to share that when I was in seventh grade, I, I asked Celeste Hooks to the dance and she said yes. And so and, and one of the two most popular girls in school, Celeste Ooh. Hooks and uh, Desiree <laughs> Martin, she said yes. And we go to the dance and we're in the middle of the dance floor and music's playing. And she, she's, she's, just, she's just like yelling something at me. I'm trying to understand what she's saying. 
because I am a uh, oblique seven seventh grader, twelve year old, like all pretty much all 12, 12, 12 year olds, and and um, I'm, I finally suss out that what she's saying to me, Rudy, is let's dance. It wasn't so challenging. She was saying let's dance, like that's how removed the- I was from the situation in the middle of the dance floor. With oh, the what else could it be? Blaring, she's yelling it at me because I'm so oblique. Dance. And so I respond back to her in great obviousness at the same volume that she's that I, she got through to me at. I can't dance <laughs> as the song, as the DJ. Oh dropped. man! So and I'm right in the middle, and I'm surrounded by all my 12 year old peers who turn and look at me and are clearly saying with their eyes, "What's with Mike?" What and how and is your reaction? To my credit, I did not start crying there. I just mechanically, robotically turned 180 degrees and walked through everybody looking at me and out the room and to the library, which is my safe place, and sat down and I bawled. I mean, I gave myself up to it. I was over in that way that only middle school students can be. Like, my life is finished. It's done. That's it. I'm mortified. I'm done. And, uh, you know, to make matters worse, the, like the, the, you know, those nerd teachers, the ones that aren't the cool kind of nerd, but the kind of like, uh, like that person followed me out to make sure I was okay. And that person came up and told me that, don't worry, buddy, it's going to be okay. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's it definitely not going to be like, okay. And so then I played that memory for a decade. Rudy. I played it. I mean, like I would think back on it in that way that we do statically while you're sleeping replaying it landing back in it getting into it Ugh, and just cringe ugh. and just cringing ugh, hard every cringe every single time until finally i was at berkeley and i was studying psychology and i had some text that explained memories are not static memories are dynamic and that's all it took so help me goodness i put the book down i sat and i immediately went right to that memory there was no question, no matter what, of all the stuff that I've gone through in my life, and I have been through so much, so help me goodness, I'm grateful for this experience that has been my life. I went to that moment, and I said, hey, Mike, it's me, Mike in the future. And I would, I would be lying if I told you that he immediately paid me attention. No, he was dedicated to, to feeling that, that shame and embarrassment and, and a fin- a finality and... and oh, the whole everything, the major drama that he was going through. It took me two weeks of con- consistently going back to and say, hey, man, it's me. Hey, man, it's me. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Two weeks after doing that, I finally got his attention. And he, when I mean, I remember where I was when he looked up and said, what? And I was like, oh, my God, it, it really genuinely works. Like memories are dynamic. I'm like, it's me. It's me from the future. It's you. It's me, you. It, and, but I'm in the future, and I'm like, I'm like, I have arrived to let you know that I'm te- I'm here to tell you three things to make you feel better and to get you through this traumatic event moment that you're that you're that you have committed to memory. Wow. One is that you tomorrow. First thing I have to share with you, young Mike Mongo. I told him, is that you tomorrow are going to start to learn how to dance. You're going to start to practice how to dance. Tomorrow, you are going to start learning how to dance. 
You're going to become comfortable with your body. You're going to be comfortable in front of people. You're going to start feeling how that, what this thing is, dance we're talking about. And so, oh my goodness, the very next day, I was at home. I, I was there alone for whatever reason. Nobody was home. The radio, not any, they were like, we had radios then. The radio played the Beach Boys, Good Vibration. And I remember, I'm learning how to dance today. And I took off my shoes, got up on the coffee table, which was low to the ground for whatever reason, but you're like a little kid. And in my socks, started to like groove, just feel the beat. And so that, from that day, I became like, I became the dancer I am today. I'll dance anywhere. When I was in the military, I dance in front of people naked. I told him, I was like, you're going to dance in front of people naked. You're not even going to care. You're going to be okay wherever you are. You're going to feel great about yourself. Confidence. First thing yes. I had to tell you. Second thing is that you invited Celeste Hooks to a what? What was the thing called that you invited Celeste Hooks to? A dance. Oh, it wasn't a car wash? <laughs> it wasn't a cakewalk? It, like, because what did you think you were going to do there, buddy? And he's like, oh, like he's so like doubles down on feeling bad. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm here to make you feel better. I just want you to be like, can you be a little more present? Like it's going to make a big difference in our lives. Can you be present? Mm -hmm. Be present. That's my request of you. And I said, but that's, I said, I was here to tell you three things and, and to make you feel good. And the third thing, and here's the third thing. You invited Celeste Hooks, one of the two most popular girls in seventh grade to the dance. And she said, yes, playa, playa. You are the man. <laughs> like, immediately in the future, me at 23 felt like a titan for the first time after all of that time. It immediately, it immediately transformed that route. It immediately wow. happened. It happens. And now I look back, I'm like, wow, why did I stay with that process for two weeks? Like that was the mist. It, I just got this just like a couple weeks ago. My my buddy Brant came into town and we were talking about crypto stuff and 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 I just got this and it was, it was like, oh my gosh, of course, I know why I stayed with it for two weeks because me here in the future future is there. All versions of myself were like, hey man, stay with this. This is going to make the big difference. You stay with this yeah. until you get through to him. I'm there with that, the 23 year old who made that decision, that commitment to stand, took a stand for two weeks. Don't you think that's a little unusual? But now I know how it works. Like I said, we've evolved Rudy and this is one of the tools available to to us as, as evolved human beings. And these are web three tools. And that's why things like redemption and reparation are part of this whole thing. They get to be. What this is the technique. world that we're creating. This is the future we're creating. This is what NFTs create. The Mutnix project, mm -hmm. the Mutnix project came about because Leica went to space and we sent a dog who was the best dog available. The best dog, the best dog, man. You know what that means? Like that's a great dog out of the hundreds of dogs. We sent that dog to space because she was best. And we knew that that spaceship was designed to euthanize her, which means to murder, kill. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. It didn't. So she didn't die a quick death. Yes. That's what we did. Because of her contribution, her sacrifice, because she l willingly leapt into the spaceship. The scientists who put her there cried. They left work knowing what was going, what was happening. That's tough. I did not because know we did that, because of her sacrifice, we as a humankind went to space. She, her contribution, the dogs, the mutniks that went to space. So what do you do about that here in the future when we know we did wrong? And so that's why we created the mutniks as a reparational model, a model of reparation, a simple NFT, believe it or not. Because what we do with the mutniks, like the, the great thing about it is that we take the funds that we raise with the mutniks and we help mutts that are alive today. And furthermore, we're not just honoring the memory of Leica. We're also celebrating them with new identities and new 
existences in the metaverse, what we call the metaverse at, at uh, Cosmo <laughs> Metaverse. Yeah, make it fun. Yeah, and that's yeah. what is possible. Like that sounds so simple, but when, when you look at it, the kernel of truth is there, and that is it's possible for everything and all of us. If we can do it with dogs, we, me, Kyle, me and Kyle talked about this forever. If we can do about do it with dogs, Kyle Schember at Subtractive, who is my co co creator of the Buttnicks. If we can do it with the the dogs that went to space, we you know we have the, all of these other things that we think back on that were grave injustices. Not the least of which is that in the United States we enslaved human beings. I'm not I'm not a person that says they. I take I am the person who did the enslaving. I am the person who was enslaved. I am the person whose whose children was were, were stripped from them. I, I don't I can't imagine it any other way. And Put yourself in all shoes. Well, how, how can we not be? Mm -hmm. is is there anybody is there anybody extra here is there anybody who dropped in if there's anybody who dropped in and here stuck then they're part of the, they're part of the party too so knowing that how we solved for mutniks in that situation we i'm i am aware that we can do the exact same thing here in the future and when i explained this to my son who is 11 who just turned 11 this past week when he was 10 i explained reparation to him i explained it like this Raphael, if you had a, a, a toy of your friends and you broke it what would you be responsible for and he said to replace the toy <laughs> and i said yes and what else no he said first he said to say i'm sorry mm. The first thing he said was to say, I'm sorry. Do you know that this nation has never apologized for slavery? Not to slaves, huh. to the people who were enslaved. The idea that, that people who were enslaved are these magical people that we call slaves, that's a falsehood. They are people who we enslaved. You know that the, like on a quarter in the United States, there's a, there's a person on a quarter of the United States. Do you, do you know who that person is? Washington. George Washington, and what's he famous for? His cherry teeth. <laughs> I don't know. It, the, the teeth. Tell me about the, the, you said the cherry teeth, but you meant the cherry tree. Cherry tree, but, yeah. But the, the, also the teeth. So, but there's, like, he's most famous for because he's the, he's the first president of the United States. He's one of the founders of the, of the country. But you mentioned his teeth. You know something about his teeth? What? His, his teeth were made from other people's teeth. They were pulled out of the mouths of human beings. I actually didn't know that. Nope. No, yeah, idea. you can Google it. We have the teeth. We have the set of teeth. <laughs> you can see the teeth. Do you know whose mouths they were pulled from? Um, Not slaves, from people who were enslaved. Uh, people who were pe people. Slaves are people who we call slaves. They're people. They're you and they're me. They're our parents. They're our children. They're people. That's the whole thing. That's the mystery of it. And and, and this nation, the United States has never apologized. And you start there. So like Raphael figured out at, at 10, what's the first thing that's required of you if you break someone else's toy, Raphael, to say, I'm sorry. And then I said, what's the second thing I, I would require of you? And he said, he thought about it. And he said, to replace the toy, bingo. Not, and it doesn't matter that it's now, we can't, the people who died, we can't do anything about. Yeah. It, reparation is still, re, in, like it's still there to be, to be accomplished and achieved doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it's simple. And that's why, and, and like, just to wrap it up, bring it back, Rudy, like, because this is, we're talking about NFTs and I want to show you, I want you to take on what is possible with Web3. This model for reparation, we are showing with an NFT project, a PFP NFT project. And, if, and, and, and it really matters because I always say that if you can't explain it to a five-year-old, it's BS. Yeah, that's true because... Or you just don't know the topic well enough. So but. that means that we're talking BS. <laughs> so so like we can explain reparation to a five-year-old. What is required of you if you break someone, one of your friend's toys? 
to say, I'm sorry, and then replace the toy. That's the game. Mm-hmm. Very simple. We can all wrap our heads around that. And and the, and the thing is that like it's not that if if time passes, that reparation doesn't get to take place, or, or that it's unnecessary, or that it's out of our reach. We created a model of reparation for dogs that died over 50 years ago because the first dogs that went to space like the first dog that died in space was in 1951 wow. uh, yeah like Sagan and Desic went to space and then Desic and, and Lisa went up to space aka Fox uh, within the same week and that ship didn't make it we uh, over 100 dogs like about 100 dogs went to space and and about half of them didn't make it so how do we make up for all those dogs no problem no problem we make up for the dogs that are alive today we make it up with the dogs of the life that it matters to today. And then we celebrate the memory of the accomplishment of these dogs by giving them, we're, we're creating, like with the Muttnicks, yeah. we're, created, we're, we're giving the, these these characters identity. And because it's in, here in the future, we're evolving them and giving them an autonomy. Because this is what, like, if you can imagine it, in the same way that imagining a world work, that works out for everyone all the time without harm to anyone, or imagining a future, imagining permission for, for yourself to live, work, and play in space, if we can imagine it, we can we can build it and create it, and that's a world worth out for. That's like a, that's a future worth having. Absolutely, and that's why yeah, that's why I love Web three tech so much. Is because especially in NFTs, it's, it is like a lot of imagination coming to life, and it's nice seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yes. I love it. Yes, yeah. Speak on that. That's the that's it. Uh, that is it, and it's it's just interesting because I. Th- like personally, I haven't like dabbled much in NFTs. It's kind of hard for me to know what's you know genuine and what's not. Um, but yeah, it's like I love the ability to give artists their chance to create, their chance to share, their, their chance to give a part of themselves to everyone else. They make ten thousand items, and everyone that owns one piece is a part of them. Kind of reminds me of uh, Jonathan May. He makes a song a day. You get one of his, oh, I love that. one of his NFTs. You own a piece of him, his history, his song, which is amazing. But I want to ask you this: What's your crypto pet peeve? So I've heard you ask other people this, right? Do you have an answer prepared? I do. I mean, like, don't we all? Like, <laughs> I, like, 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 for me, it's it's the it's a simple one, and I, I like I don't care. It's when people tell me that that crypto is the problem that is the source of all problems in the world. That crypto is destroying the planet. That Web three is destroying the planet. The thing that is the solution is destroying the planet. And if that isn't typical, if that isn't on the nose, like yeah, yeah, like okay, so explain what invention came perfect when it got here. Explain what version of ourselves came perfect. No because thing. I can't think of anything. No. Not not batteries. Not not engines, which have been around. The internal combustion engine has been around since the 1700s. Has it got more efficient since then? Yeah. at all i mean imagine yeah. like how far does how far does a, a toyota prius go on a on a tank of gas for gosh sakes i mean like compared to imagine what that first in 1700s that first internal combustion engine did yeah and so these this is this is the that's you ask my pet peeve it is people that say that oh look at the carbon impact of a of a block of a bitcoin transaction which is legitimate one bitcoin every single bitcoin transaction produces as much carbon output as a year of an average household and an entire one bitcoin transaction one and 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 ethereum is just as a a a degree of magnitude better than that but polygon Mm -hmm. is a world better than that 
so that every transaction that Polygon uses, like according to the graph that I looked at, that I researched and is solidly wonderful, every Bitcoin, every Polygon Matic transaction uses less energy than a cell phone charge. And so who amongst us is not charging their cell phones? Everyone, yeah, has one. Yeah, so like, yeah, of course, there's going to be the person who's like, cell phones are the thing. No, bad. Batteries, electricity. And I'm not arguing with any of the any of them. I'm not arguing with the person that says electricity is bad. I'm not arguing with the person that says that the mistake was climbing down from the tree. Mm-hmm. I'm not arguing with the person that says that crypto is destroying the planet i'm not web 3 is the thing that moves us all forward yeah it's we're not perfect at it yes we're getting mass we're getting majorly masterfully better at it in the at at every single day and it and then where it where it goes to from here if anybody if i i will not be surprised i know where it goes to it's only the people that don't want to go there that are really upset by the fact that that's where we're going, where there's enough for everyone all the time without harm to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's my pet peeve. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, it's true because even things like solar panels that weren't even efficient back in the, when they first came out, now it's becoming more and more efficient, hopefully. People were against solar panels. People were. Yep, people are against wind power. People are we, people we, against we everything. Are, you always find someone who's we against do. something. We can. We can. Uh, it's, it's called uh, letting... Letting uh, great be the enemy of good, something like that. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, if it's not perfect, it's not. We can't do it. That it, that's the wrong approach. That's the wrong. That that, that approach gets us nowhere. It, it creates, and that's we can't we can't do reparations. We can't be redeemed. And how about people in this space that have made mistakes who we love? We see that every day in NFTs and fi- and finding a way forward. Yes, if you are an embezzler, you do not get to play finances again. No. Doesn't mean you don't get to play. No, it just means you don't get to do that. If you're a person who hurts women, you don't get to be a, a, a counselor of women any longer. Mm-hmm. Yes, if, if you, it doesn't mean you can't be redeemed. No, there is a way forward. There gets to be. There gets to be, and it, and it, and it has. And a lot of times it has to do with reparation, and a lot of times it has to do with personal work. We're always taught to not, like, not always, but yeah, I've heard it. often that you know, saying sorry is a weakness, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's not a weakness. It's like you should be if, if you're in the wrong. Yeah. If if we're when we're in the wrong and we say I'm sorry and we do it again and again, that's that's unacceptable. Yeah. If we're in in the wrong and we say I'm sorry and it doesn't change our behavior, then that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's not for me being. I accept I'm sorry. It's important as long as the person or the or the institution or the country country that is giving the apology is doing the work to not do it again and to, ma- and to up. make up for the injury that was, that was created. Mm-hmm. That's, exactly. And, and that, that's, um, oh, that reminds me, you interviewed Brantley Milligan. <laughs> I did, yes. Y- yeah, and that became a name that everybody became familiar with. And it was. Yeah, in, mean, my, in my worldview, all Brantley did was show us how a DAO works. It sh- he, he said, I was in the room when he said, I can't be fired, and he was right. But could he be voted out? Yes, yeah. he can. He showed us how a DAO works. I mean, I listened to your interview with him, and uh, and, and you could hear it. And like, you know, you could hear where <laughs> he's coming from in there. It's in there. You, if you read between the lines, he, like he 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 is who he says on the on yeah. the table. So like, I, I didn't that, catch that, it exactly, but yeah, yeah, it's there because um, yeah. I mean, I left the show up because it's historical. I'm not going to take it down for that reason. 
So no, it's an important interview. It is, and and his contribution is valid, and it doesn't invalidate his contribution. What what mm-hmm. it's 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 the other part that is is the challenge, and that that's the work that he gets to do, and that's and, and whatever lessons he's taking from it. And, but for us, it's like I didn't want his head on a platter. I just wanted him removed from the position. And so when we had the rooms of four thousand people talking about that moment, that's where I got to with it. How I just want to know how does he get removed. And the people from ENS, who were his peers, explained it. That was the question. Yeah. That was the magic question. That was the thing that turned the key, and then three days later, he was removed. And that's, and that's what is possible here. We don't need to, it, it, when somebody does wrong, they don't, we don't have to, cancel does not mean extinguish. It means, it, remo- it means yeah, you don't get to, we, we create distance, and we, we prevent harm from happening further. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. And then that person gets to do the work, and that person can, find find uh, again the powerful words redemption a person can find that and uh, and then become have a life i don't want them to be done i want them to find that as a beginning for a new way of being yeah and no one the lessons that he go ahead no i mean that's exactly because i feel like a lot of people who were trying to cancel him were just loud and yelling cancel or just you know upset and rightfully so i mean it was upsetting what he said but it's no one tried to reform or re-educate him. Nope. Stop. Hold on. Wait. Slow down. Mm-hmm. I got to cut you off. Do it. Because it was hurtful what he said. Yeah, of course. Okay, first of all. And no but. No one tried to re-educate. That's not our job. That is not the job of people who are being injured. Right. He, he was absolutely abjectly in the wrong. And, mm-hmm. that's, and that's a full stop. And he, gets to, and he can have his opinion. But the idea that having an opinion doesn't have consequences is a falsehood. That's the challenge there. Sure, that's the game people said. Yeah, and being and being and being tolerant does not mean tolerating intolerance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's it's like a, a we don't have to play catch twenty two to succeed. But sometimes people, I mean, for me, I, if someone's alone, they're not going to be able to understand on their own. Sometimes, they're, they're, oh, on, on the contrary, and there's been plenty of times where I've got to ship my my son to his room when he gets to think about what he's done. Absolutely. On the absolute contrary, with your and, guidance of education, though from the from your from and your that parents, is all over the place. He is he is well connected. He has friends who love him dearly. Mm-hmm. It is not a person who people his sentence those things that he posted where he is missing the point. Mm-hmm. What he posted kills people. It leads to people being killed. Do you know that Jamaica has the where I I'm where my family is from. Mm-hmm. I've spent years there and. It has the third highest murder rate in the entire Western world. You know who a large group of people who are killed in Jamaica are? People who are LGBT. When somebody like that puts something out, like like when somebody in a position of responsibility, like Brantley Milligan puts something out like that, it affects people. And I'll, oh, why should I point at Jamaica when that it, it's as true in, in Iowa and Idaho as it is in, in Montego Bay? Holy moly, Jess Piccoli. Those words that he used, he doesn't understand. And he gets to a timeout so that he gets to understand. His level of skill allows him to work in so many different places. Mm-hmm. He, does, he, is not, he did not lose anything for that. But by the grace of good, may he realize the harm of his ways. That's a fact. It is not that it is on anybody who who is LGBT or a sex worker or a, or a person, all of the things he listed a, a transgender for gosh sakes mm-hmm. to, to explain or, or work to educate Brantley Milligan. That is a grown person who is intelligent, who is surrounded by people who love him. That is not some of the people that, he, that the people that love him by, support his 
ideology. What's the problem? It's if you're surrounded by that ideology so much and people support you for that, it's hard. You have to. I did personally, you, I did think you I listen have to, to him in the rooms. Yeah, he, yeah, I did. So like, okay, so then like, he doubled we, down. He's uh, not he learning. Did. Yes, he, we make our own bed. It's mm-hmm. okay. And then when he's like, uh, but you, y'all didn't read in my bio. I'm Catholic. And then while he was going under the bus, he worked to grab everybody mm-hmm. who is, is Catholic and bring them with him. And a lot of people who are Catholic also do not believe that. Like, regard, like, listen, we are all responsible. We all get to be the best version of ourselves. And, that, and, and because I'm tall does not mean, and I make a mistake, does not mean that people who are tall make mistakes. That is not, mm-hmm. we don't get to make that extension. Ha! Then I'll ask you the last question. Okay. What is your favorite wholesome crypto moment? My most recent favorite wholesome crypto moment anytime but wholesome my crypto. most my most recent favorite crypto because there's so many cri- wholesome crypto moments i i when i walk around this planet and i i any my lift driver i explain my lift drivers my the, the people who happen to be holding the door for me the person who's bringing me food when i order it all of these people in these positions i stop and make time and i ask them is this what you want to be doing right now and if they say yes then i say awesome and if they say no then i say do you own any crypto? Wow. And if they and if they say which they almost invari- they invariably say no, but I've been wanting to get into it, then I take the time to explain it to them, not to explain to Brantley Milligan why it is wrong <laughs> to be a bigot, not that, but rather to explain to a person how to not live in scarcity and live into ab- in abundance. That. But you don't That's know their thing. ideology. The person you just spoke to. Say again. The person that you spoke to from Uber Eats, you don't know their ideology. Would you take the time to ask them how they feel about? Oh, I have a conversation with them as a human being. Good. Absolutely. No, like, yeah, you, please. Like, have, <laughs> we, have you not? I just, have, I, have, I, you, have you not known who you're having a conversation with over the last hour? <laughs> have you not seen me yet? No. Oh, my Google. Yes. I love that. I mean, and we and, and they reach out all the time afterwards. Like, they, like I give them like I give them carte blanche. If you have any questions reach out to me awesome. i'm here to help and so that's, a, that's what's great about you mike you're always here to learn educate share and love rudy did you ever see schindler's list i did a long time ago i forgot it at the end of the film there's a part where uh, they, they bestow a gift to to sh- the character of schindler and uh, he breaks down and, and cries because he said how many lives can this say could this have saved how many more lives could this have mm-hmm. saved and when you say something like that's what's great about you no that's what's great about you that's what's great about us my friend, I, I, I have to say, we do as we do what do what do what you can do what do what you love with who you love and help others. Mm-hmm. And if we if we all if we it's all three or it's a strike. And if we all do that, it, this world gets to be the world we want it to be, and the future gets to be a, a future worth worth striving for, worth defending. Pop up pow. Pop up pow. Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate you taking that time to spend with me here to talk to me about everything. Uh, wholesome crypto. Wholesome crypto. <laughs> But thank you so much. You, and thank, thank, love you too. And love received. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Cool. Have a good night. Yeah. Anytime I can do anything for you, just let me know, okay? Will do. All right. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop.